Okay, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, welcome to Free Association. It's just coming up to 10 a.m. on the 6th of June, 2022. So it's the anniversary of D-Day, <laughs> for what that's worth. Um, might give Boris a Churchillian moment at some point today, I would imagine, um, which is always what, he, what he's gunning for. Always what he's wanting is a big, a big rhetorical speech is what he's after. It's what he's been after for years. Um, the news, the news this morning is that Boris Johnson is facing a vote of confidence. Uh, so the, the 1922 committee, uh, Graham Brady, has, has received 54 letters of no confidence in, in the Prime Minister, which means that it triggers a what's 15% of the Conservative Party MPs. So that triggers an automatic vote of no confidence, confidence, uh, which happens today. The 22 committee meets on a, on a Monday anyway. So the, but this is for the, this is for the whole party. So we're going to know by by news at ten, I would imagine. By the time by the time the the news, the BBC news at at ten o'clock should be able to tell us, or or Newsnight should be able to tell us whether Boris has passed a a vote of confidence in his leadership, and uh, from there we know whether there'll be a leadership contest, uh, leadership contest. It'll take a few weeks and take take a month or so at least. Uh, there's nobody really apart from Rishi Sunak who might have the uh, um, whatever the word is, the the fake confidence, uh, the backing of the new world order. He's got the backing of the new world order, all right. He's a uh, He's got a green card in the United States for when all of this is over. But at the moment, he's Chancellor of the Exchequer. So he's the next in line, really. Uh, so we'll see. Anyway, I'm going to play Sir Graham Brady from GB News. This is from about half an hour ago, I think. Sir Graham Brady, let's listen to what he has to say. questions you have on the process uh, procedure. Uh, I'll say what was in the written statement if it's helpful to you, which is simply to say uh, that the threshold of 15% of the parliamentary party seeking a vote of confidence in the Prime Minister has been passed. Therefore, a vote of confidence will take place uh, within the rules of the 1922 committee. That vote will take place this evening in the House of Commons between 6 and 8 o'clock, and we will announce the result shortly thereafter. Uh, there will be arrangements for proxy votes for any colleagues who can't be present in person uh, in Westminster and will notify colleagues of those arrangements in the near future. Did you communicate the news directly to the Prime Minister? How did he react? Uh, I, I'm not going to go into detail of that. Uh, I have followed the rules that we have in place. Uh, I notified the Prime Minister yesterday that the threshold had been reached and we agreed uh, the timetable uh, for a confidence vote to take place. Uh, and uh, he shared my view, uh, which is also in line with the rules that we have in place, 
that that vote should happen as soon as could reasonably take place, and that would be today. Uh, I don't divulge that, um, but the threshold of 15% has been passed. And when was the threshold passed? Uh, it, it's slightly complicated because some colleagues had asked specifically uh, that it should not be until the end of the Jubilee celebrations. So did some of them post-date the letters so as not to interrupt the Jubilee? Uh, I, I think that's not a bad description of what was taking place. And that's when the threshold is reached? Therefore, we reached the point where I could communicate with the Prime Minister yesterday. Uh, which I which I did, and as I said, he agreed with me uh, that we should conduct votes as quickly as we reasonably can. It's always an open invitation to the Prime Minister to come and speak to the committee. Uh, so, if he wishes to, we will arrange that meeting uh, this afternoon. Have you put one in yourself? The letter. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that question, but uh, uh, I think technically it would be possible, but it would be a slightly odd thing to do. Are you surprised at the speed which Tunnel 10 is moving? You've seen a few of these come and go, these things. Uh, I'm not surprised by the speed. Our rules say it should be done as soon as is reasonable in the circumstances. Uh, when we held a vote on uh, Theresa May's position in December 2018, uh, we spoke the evening before and we held a vote the next day. Uh, so, you know, I, I suppose it's in line with recent precedent, and I think it's uh, good for everybody to get these things out of the way as quickly and efficiently as, as possible. How long could a contest actually take if there is one to be I'm not going to speculate about uh, leadership elections. Uh, we're holding a vote of confidence, and it will take place today, and uh, you'll have a result this evening. Well, I, 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 a confidence vote obviously will provide a, a clear answer. The party will have confidence in the leadership or not have confidence in the leadership. That's the question that will be before my colleagues today. Technically, it's possible for rules to be changed, but the rule at present is that there will be a, year of, a period of grace. I think um, my constituents have been enjoying the Jubilee as we all have. Uh, I think they should have got any other uh, questions of detail. No? Thank you. This is more from GB News. Vote of confidence has been triggered. Whether or not he wins or not, can he survive? Well, um, I mean, what we're seeing probably now is the, is the slow death of a prime minister, which is which is inevitable because whatever happens, he's been undermined. We, we've got at least 54. The suggestion over the weekend was that there were 67 letters in uh, of his own troops who think he's not fit to be prime minister. And we'll, we'll learn exactly how many agree with that uh, when the secret ballot re, uh, result is announced later tonight. So, of course, that will have the inevitable effect whether he wins or not. Well, of course, if he wins, it will still have the inevitable effect of, uh, of undermining his, uh, his um, power and his confidence. 
Um, I just wondered, uh, David, just some sort of analysis of Sir Graham Brady when he made that statement. What, gosh, time's racing so fast. Shortly after 8 o'clock this morning, I mean, he indicated that uh, some Conservatives had asked that their letters weren't counted until after the Jubilee uh, celebrations were concluded. And certainly the rumours uh, from Westminster and amongst the political classes was that perhaps that threshold had been met even as early as Wednesday night, but that this wouldn't happen until after the celebrations. The fact that it was so swiftly eight o'clock and then the vote is happening this evening uh, and indicated that perhaps that was the case. Yes, um, I did a story in the Sun on Sunday a few weeks back about which I called a time bomb plot because we knew then that uh, people were putting in post-dated letters, uh, so we were aware that that was the case. But I didn't know we didn't know until this morning that it, that the Jubilee played a part in that too. Uh, there were certainly some people who felt that their letters shouldn't be counted until after the, um, the the results of the forthcoming elections. Indeed, there's some people on both sides of the argument about whether Boris Johnson is a fit prime minister or not who believe they shouldn't have the vote until after the 23rd of June, barely uh, two and a half weeks off, uh, when the, the results of the Wakefield and Tiverton and Honiton by-elections come through. That will tell them definitely for sure whether Boris Johnson still has or whether he has lost the magic winning touch which they voted him in for um, just a few years ago. All right, there's one more clip, I think. Uh, let's try this one as well. Again from GB News. This is a massive moment for the Prime Minister. He had a little bit of respite over the weekend in terms of headlines, and now it's back very much on his doorstep. On Monday morning, he is going to have a vote of no confidence. And something that I just saw on social media is that Jesse Norman, who is a very popular MP, who has held many different positions in government, in transport, in bays, in the Treasury, who knows government very well, who knows Boris Johnson very well, he's put in a very... Oh, there's a bit you doing a snowball. letter running through all the different reasons, Partygate being only one of them, all the different reasons why he can no longer support the Prime Minister. Of course, he adds at the bottom that this isn't a leadership bid, but he said from everything from the Rwanda policy to the fact that he is, in his view, trying to become more of a president than a Prime Minister, um, to his lack of um, uh, long-term strategy when it comes to the economy, inflation, all sorts. He's really stuck the boot in and given a long list of all the reasons why he doesn't want to see Boris Johnson in the job, why he doesn't think he's up to the job. Now, there will be many Tory MPs who agree. And what's quite interesting, if I speak as a columnist for Conservative Home, I saw their recent um, polling on popularity within the cabinet. And very much Boris Johnson is at the bottom of that in terms of popularity. He's taken a real hit. There are problems with trust. Whether this is the right decision for Tory MPs, if he does lose this vote of no confidence, which of course is very much up in the air, he may well win this one and then go on to, uh, um, to, to lose his position as Prime Minister in the future, even if he wins this. But it's very clear that there are many people in the Tory party who are deeply unimpressed with the way he's conducted himself and aren't particularly happy with his vision for the country either. So he's in a very 
tricky position. Well, a number 10 spokesperson has come out and said tonight's a chance to end months of speculation and allow the government to draw a line and move on, delivering on the people's priorities. The Prime Minister welcomes the opportunity to make his case to MPs and will remind them that when they are united and focused on the issues that matter to voters, there is no more formidable political force. And we know that over the weekend, the Prime Minister has been described as being in bullish uh, mood. He's been calling uh, MPs last week to try and shore up support. Uh, there's been Operation Big Dog back in action to try and uh, help him with that. David Canzini, new Deputy Chief of Staff and ally of Linton Crosby, who's the election strategist, also been out there phone bashing. And they've got a point, haven't they? When they are united and focused behind the Prime Minister, they are a tour de force. Yes, they are. And Boris Johnson has proven that he can win elections and that he got Brexit over the line. He can talk about the fact that we had a fast rollout when it came to the vaccine, that we were able to procure those vaccines. His argument will be that on the big decisions, he made the right ones. But I think that doesn't escape the fact that there are so many MPs who are deeply disappointed with his leadership. And of course, He's got the whips, as we've seen, very much patting his corner. You know, there have been accusations in The Independent, of course, of blackmail and treachery, trying to get MPs on side and trying to get MPs to withdraw their letters of no confidence. That clearly has not worked. It'll be interesting to know how many letters total have been put into Sir Graham Brady. OK, so there you go. That's the coverage so far uh, from GB News. There'll be uh, there'll be coverage all day on the BBC. I'll I'll see if I can find some uh, some BBC coverage and some Sky News coverage. I'll do another another show later on today, and uh, obviously we'll co I'll cover the results when it comes in at about nine o'clock tonight or ten o'clock tonight, whenever that is. GB News will be on top of it, so I'll just wait for for the clips to show up on BitChute, basically. Uh, or I might I might. Just stream it live or whatever. It's something. Something will happen anywhere at about nine o'clock tonight. I would imagine, half eight, nine o'clock. Uh, I don't know exactly the time, so I'll do it on Podbean because it'll be a pop-up show. But uh, yeah, there'll be there'll be more from me today. Um, I don't like Boris Johnson at all in any way, shape, or form, and I never have. He's a he's a chancer, he's a liar, and he's a bit of a scumbag, really. But, I mean, people should have known that when they voted him. I would never have voted for him in a million years. And I'm, I'm not voting Labour either at the moment. I'm just not happy with either of them. And uh, so I'm not participating in that way, but I'll participate in the political process this way, which is uh, spreading the information that people need to make a rational, sensible decision. All right, that's pretty much it. It, it it's short and sweet, but uh, fifteen minutes. I'll, I'll I'll be back before lunchtime. I'm going to jump in the bath in between. Uh, so thanks for listening. I'll I'll see you later on. Thanks for coming in, Pixel. Appreciate it.